0: You know, it's all about being uh, ahead of the game and knowing that um, everything has changed. You know, the uh, financial uh, state of the country has changed. Um, The state of uh, higher education has changed.
1: Hi there, it's WAMC News Director Ian Pickus. And on this episode of the WAMC News Podcast, my interview with Interim President Marsha White of the College of St. Rose in Albany. It announced this week it's discontinuing academic programs amid financial struggles. Its Board of Trustees has approved a plan to reduce expenses by nearly $6 million, including eliminating 16 bachelor's degree programs, 6 master's programs, and 3 certificate programs. Current students in those programs will be allowed to finish their degrees, but no new students will be enrolled in the programs. The college says the move affects 10% of its undergraduate students and 4% of grad students. And the moves eliminate 33 of the college's 151 full-time tenured and tenure-track faculty positions a year from now. Eight full-time visiting faculty on annual contracts will not be renewed. St. Rose has nearly 3,800 students and an annual budget of $71 million. I spoke with Marsha White on Wednesday afternoon. Why did you make the decision uh, to make these cuts at this time?
0: Well, Ian, this is a proactive plan um, as part of a multi-year financial plan for the college's long-term financial stability. With the onset of COVID-19 pandemic, uh, higher education sector is in a period of real transformation. And it's no secret that financial challenges are pressing on all the colleges and universities throughout the country. The question is, what do you do about it? And we've chosen to be proactive just as we did earlier in this year when we cut eight million dollars in administrative expenses the need was to reduce academic expenses by six million dollars now the changes are not a commentary on the value of the programs or the value of the skills of the faculty or the quality of the teaching or scholarship here it is just the right thing to do at a time when the challenges Um, outweigh the other opportunities. We are closing 25 programs um, of the current 109. That'll be 16 bachelor's degree programs, six master's, and three certificate programs. Now, the programs will um, not be closed until 2021. Um, the decision will impact about 10% of the total uh, undergraduate students and 4% of the graduate students. 33 of the 151 tenured and tenure track faculty will be uh, eliminated, and due to really it's a decline in enrollment or the fact that the program's expense uh, outweighed the revenue generated.
1: How did you decide which programs would be discontinued?
0: It was a process, and I think the thing that was important to underscore about the process is it was in unison and collaboration with faculty. We worked with RepCom, which were uh, representatives of the faculty, and um, our administrative team. They analyzed data, um, and then they spoke with department chairs that data uh made available then to the full faculty and it uh basically gave revenue it gave uh, enrollment numbers um, and recognized the fact that they maintained the integrity of the college and the educational mission while taking steps needed to ensure the college's financial stability so it was a very very difficult uh challenge um but it was one that was done using analytics and understanding the need uh, to reduce academic expenses by $6 million.
1: So just to to be clear, if I'm an undergrad right now and I'm taking uh, graphic design or another one of these programs that's being eliminated, I'll still be able to finish my degree in that program uh, in the amount of time that it would take?
0: Um, Yes, students uh, will be also provided with individual plans for degree completion. So if you're a senior, there'll be no impact. If you're a junior, there may be little impact. Um, uh, No incoming students will be enrolled in these programs. But you'll have individual teach-outs and we'll have a plan that is designed individually for each student if they're enrolled in the program and there's still students here.
1: You mentioned earlier that um, with enrollment down, that led to some of these tough decisions. Are you worried that getting rid of these programs will cause more students to transfer?
0: I'm hoping that they'll understand that part of this is uh, recognizing that we are aligning our economic programs to meet the employment needs of our current and future students. Um, these are changing times, and it does not diminish, again, as I said, um, the programs that we have. It will strengthen the whole offering, and we have to recognize also we have uh, brought in some new programs. We have our nursing degree program, uh, BS in nursing, that was um, brought into alignment with the state and approved this year. It's the first year to bring that program back. It's very, very popular. It's one of the needs um, that is um, in the country and in the nation. We have a sales management um, course, which is uh, one of the only ones available in this area as well. Cybersecurity, master's in social work, uh, new delivery mode for an MBA program, which is a flex MBA, and a two-in-four program, which really is what our students and their parents are looking for, because you can get both a bachelor's and master's degree in four years. Uh, normally would take you four years. You get it in two. You save, you save money, and uh, you also save time.
1: How much uh, time does the $6 million in savings that you've identified with these cuts buy the college?
0: Well, we're hoping that um, within the next two years, by 2023, we will have uh, the ability to have a stable financial position and be um, on a positive uh, foot forward. So we're we're hoping, and these savings won't really kick in for two years. So it's a proactive plan, as I said, and I think it's uh, very important. Um, that we lay out a plan for this. We'll lay out a a plan for future enrollment. And, um, you know, it's all about being uh, ahead of the game and knowing that um, everything has changed. You know, the uh, financial uh, state of the country has changed. Um, The state of uh, higher education has changed. And we have to meet the times and the needs of our students to really strengthen the ability to provide for them what they have gotten here at St. Rose in the past and will in the future.
1: If a COVID vaccine comes in and uh, college gets back to normal, you know, pre-pandemic normal sometime next year, Mm -hmm. is there a chance that these uh, changes could be undone or are these set in stone?
0: These are changes that are necessary and will be permanent. Um, we're hoping that with uh, the hope of a of a vaccine, our enrollment will grow because uh, the community and students will have less fear about coming back to school. I will tell you they had um, a great deal of support, a feeling that St. Rose, known as a home away from home, they were we had a very successful uh, year this year because our number of positive COVID tests were down and um, we know that in the future, we're hoping that this will be the opportunity for them to again come back on campus. These students don't want to be home. They want to have that college experience. They want to have the kind of experience that St. Rose provides for them. And I'm hopeful they'll have more of an opportunity to be a more more new normal in the fall than they've had in the past. Um, you know, our hearts really go out to the students. They have been champions here. We have even had members of our um, athletic department that signed pledges uh, and uh, were dedicated champions to be sure that people were tested, but also, in addition, they respected each other. They wore their masks. They did social distancing. And it is um, it is part of our legacy and heritage to take care of uh, our neighbor, and we take care of each other. Um, it's a legacy that St. Rose has had since the beginning 100 years ago. And that's another point that, um, you know, when the Sisters of St. Joseph created this college, they knew that, uh, like everything, uh, things change, time uh, evolves, and they change their programs. It's what academia has to do. You have to continually reevaluate, understand what the needs are, and make sure that your, um, your offerings are meeting the the times and the needs of the day.
1: Is there a risk that the College of St. Rose could go out of business sometime in the future?
0: Um, I'm hoping not. Uh, That's the reason we're being proactive. Um, You know, we have a plan in place. We have great support of faculty. We have great support uh, through communication. Um With our students, with our parents, and I think one of the important things is we have been in constant communication. I am meeting with the faculty today uh We communicate with our parents we um let them know what's happening uh on our campus. We let them know that we are uh always there have the door open for them, but you have to be prepared for the future. And um, we're not bailing a ship out. We're building a stronger ship that we can really withstand any type of storm, which is what COVID was.
1: Does it hurt your efforts to recruit new students and increase enrollment, uh, knowing that you know people are going to be hearing about these major cuts at the College of St. Rose? A lot of faculty will be going, all these programs. Does that make your efforts harder?
0: I think it just uh it, it means that we have to work harder at um uh, making it clear what an exceptional institution the College of St. Rose is. We have to make it very very clear that we are this home away from home, that uh the professors that are here um this is uh their skills, their dedication, um they work uh through their scholarship by teaching, advising the students and they tremendous, they provide a tremendous opportunity of service to this institution. So will it be more difficult? Maybe. But part of that is faith and understanding that we have an incredible reputation. There isn't anyone in this community uh, in the Capital Region that you will bump into on any given day that can't say that they have a relative or a friend or someone, or maybe they graduated from St. Rose. Because we set the standard, we have a different, we make a difference here. Because uh, it is the uh, the legacy and the heritage uh, that the Sisters of Saint Joseph developed. Is there
1: anything I didn't ask
0: you that you'd like to add? Um, no, I, I think you know the important thing is uh, just sharing that uh, this was a, uh, and this, quite frankly, is a very new model of really collaborating with faculty when you're looking at cutting academic expenses that very seldom happens. Um, But our partnership here is allowing us to work together with them to realign the college uh, but also planning for the college in the future. We're very proud of that. Uh, We're very hopeful that um, they will be able to Um, recognize that these are difficult times, which they have, but they've been in lockstep with us and working with us for four months. And we couldn't be more proud of them or the contributions that they have given, not just to the St. Rose community, but for all the students that they have had as well.
1: Marcia White is the interim president of the College of St. Rose in Albany. Uh, Thank you so much for taking this time for us. Thank you. All right. That does it for this episode of the WAMC News Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time, I'm Ian Pickus.